Well, hello, hello, my friends, and hi, guys. It's me, Dot. I am the Oil Oracle. I'm here to remind you that your life is a ceremony. And actually, I'm going to talk about something a little bit different today. Um, I've been feeling very reflective today and I thought I was going to be really like energized and full power because it's a leap year I'm recording this on the 29th of February you know and it's a very special if well if you subscribe to the Gregorian calendar which I do because I live in the modern world then it is a special day that comes around just once every four years and you just have to kind of get past the fact that actually if we still um, lived by the uh, lunar calendar, then we would actually have 13 months of equal length throughout the year that line up with the lunar rotations, creating, you know, 13, 29 day cycles in a solar year. But we don't live in that world. We live in a patriarchal world where they decided to take the perfect lunar system and chop it up into 12 months of unequal lengths, which required you to have like one leap year every four years. But regardless, <laughs> it's a special day. Um, but actually what I've been more reflective on is the fact that I've been sharing on here and um, doing a lot of inner work around this kind of who am I here to serve? What's my purpose? What's my message and then something kind of slapped me about a bit I had a big realization yesterday in the evening I was thinking about the fact that in a month my little boy my son will be seven and you may or may not know about me that I love the Steiner education our children are Steiner educated we um, we actually part of why we moved to Devon was because we wanted to make that part of our reality and we knew that we couldn't do that in London so we moved to this area because there is an amazing Steiner school here and I'm so grateful for it and it has not been easy to pay for our two children to attend a private school in the past seven years um you know be eight years the summer since we left london seven years since the kids started one minute uh, my and when my daughter started school and um it's in steiner education the first seven years are really significant so i was chatting to a lovely member of our team recently about this as well and it's really interesting because i actually think that steiner education is just so misunderstood and underrated for how it actually addresses learning. So very much so the concept is that you learn, the learning is directed at the head, the heart and the hands. It's about a, a sort of a mental, a practical and a spiritual education for the children. And that is very much so the focus. It also, especially in the early years, is really anchored in the seasonal festivals that punctuate the year. In the Steiner, methodology those are recognized as christian festivals but actually as i've spoken about before they're also recognized in the wheel of the year through the sabbats the eight festivals that punctuate the wheel of the year so that is very much how they anchor it in the early years and those festivals are part of the tradition and part of the heritage and the and the rich tapestry of the school as the children grow up as well but particularly the first seven years are very significant and you may or may not know that in Steiner schools they actually don't start their formal learning journey, journey until the year they're turning seven. So the kindergarten starts at age three and it's a mixed age group of three 
to six year olds. And then in the year when they turn, the academic year when they turn seven, they start class one. And that's when their formal learning journey begins. So during the kindergarten years, the children are very much held by rhythm and repetition. And they are learning because children are like little sponges. They can't not learn. That's what they're programmed and hardwired to do. But rather than laboring the minds of the children with this sort of cerebral literacy, numeracy, those sorts of things, they engage the children's learning, curiosity for learning in other ways. So they do gardening, they do handwork, things like finger knitting and needlework. They cook together, they make fires together, they do free play and also sort of beautiful stories, all centered around the seasons. So it's very much anchored in the, pass the passage of time and the rhythm. And the children are in these mixed groups. So there's normally sort of three three-year-olds and three to five four-year-olds and three to five five-year-olds and a few six-year-olds too. And it becomes more like a mirror of family life or village life than a classroom dynamic. And what's beautiful, if you're lucky enough, as we have been, to have your children go the whole way through kindergarten is that they kind of rise up through the stages. So they start, if they're very young starting, they might be a nova, and then they become a star, a moon, and then a sun. And the sun children are the oldest. And because both of our children went right the way through, my daughter did four years in kindy because she's a summer birthday, and my son did three. They both started and started as like star, and then moon, and then sun. And by the time they are sun children, they're really familiar with the rhythm and repetition of kindergarten, and they get to take on more responsibility because by that time they really are reaching for more responsibilities. But I don't think everybody necessarily understands about why this is part of the pedagogy. So in the first seven years, well, what we know as adults, and many people do know this, is that our cells are constantly restructuring themselves and over the course of a seven-year period we will go through a complete system of cellular renewal meaning that every seven years we inhabit a new body a different body than the one that we lived in before and i think this is widely kind of talked about and understood the sort of seven-year cycle in our cellular bodies with the child when they're born they're born in cells that they've inherited from you as a mother and in that first seven years of life they are regenerating those cells for the first time they are creating themselves they are rebirthing themselves into cells that they themselves have made and so in Steiner education we hold back on the academic learning journey so that the body can channel as much of the vital life force energy as it can into the cells so that they can create a really strong and solid foundation, a really strong and solid home for themselves as they move out into the world. So they are creating themselves anew. And this process is marked, the completion, the late stages of this process are marked by the losing of the milk teeth. And traditionally, historically, milk teeth wouldn't tend to fall out until six or seven years old. These days it does happen earlier, and this was something that Steiner actually predicted, that as children were exposed to more stimulation in childhood as the world evolved, that probably these markers, this development would happen more quickly, and we're certainly seeing that. Both my children actually started to lose their teeth when they were five and a half. So we do see that, but 
those sort of wobbly teeth come with their own wobbles as well. And that is because, you know, children can be very emotional when they're losing their teeth because they are losing those last parts of their child self, the self that they were born with. And I realised I was really, really conscious of this as my daughter, my eldest, was approaching seven. And I haven't been so aware of it with my son. And I feel emotional recording it because um, it really hit me. You know, he's really wanting to sleep in his own room now and he's really become himself. He's very settled in himself. He's amazing. And I think perhaps what's happening with this evolution with me wanting to step really into my work and really push myself and drive things forward by choosing the 90 day run and really growing and expanding is also in many ways most likely connected to the fact that actually the I feel that the the separation has happened and because while you're in that first seven years in my belief then when the child is still inhabiting these cells that are gifted from you at their birth you have this different level of connection and obviously you're always connected to your children. It's not that it just goes, but it's it's really having just zoomed out, even just ever so slightly, I can see now like, wow, I for the first time in, um, well, let's see, 10 and, uh, 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 yeah, well, just over 10 years, I for the first time am, not in that way connected to the early childhood and like the that aspect of motherhood that is pregnancy birth newborn and first seven years of life and for me this marks a really really significant threshold and I'm kind of amazed at myself in a way that I didn't notice it and at the same time it now does put everything else into context and it makes so much sense to me and I do feel very reflective about it very emotional I've been using a lot of rose oil over my heart today just kind of anchoring in that reality that truth that like my boy I think probably has grown out of the cells that I gave him at birth and he is now inhabiting entirely his own kingdom of self and I feel equal parts so grateful and delighted for him and also a real mama bear tenderness of like oh wow this life this like motherhood journey is just it's a lot isn't it it's such a gift and not what I expected to be able to have either having been told that I wouldn't be able to have children it was such a shock when I found I was pregnant for the first time so much so that I tried to push it away and reject the idea of it I said you know I can't possibly do that I can't have children and I'm so grateful that I was able to work with a healer and come through that fear and embrace it and um and I just yeah I suppose I'm just reflecting on the huge the huge gifts of motherhood that come with this they just come so tied in to this weight of responsibility and how that can, it's just such a dance and 
yeah, it's just sort of interesting. It's I'm mulling it all over and I'm wondering if perhaps this is going to be a bit of a short episode because I I'm emotional. I'm really tearful recording it and I suppose what it is is just sort of talking a bit about that Steiner um idea and then realizing that here I am at this threshold and um and I'm going through another separation you know he is not inhabiting that body that I gifted him to come into this world in and at the same time I am not the same woman who gave birth to him and that witnessing of that process of evolution and obviously you don't have to be a mother to be witnessing yourself in that evolution but for me this is something that's significant that's punctuating my journey right now and as women, we're constantly evolving. We're constantly in evolution. Every month we're in the life, death, rebirth cycle. And every season, you know, of our lives is mirroring the outer seasons. You know, we have our monthly cycles and we have the bigger cycles of our lives. And these are all things that actually we're going to be talking about. We're calling a Women's Health Summit in April. And I'm going to be speaking more about the, the cycle of womanhood, the map of womanhood and the journey that we go through as women, you know, mothers or not. It's regardless, there is a very beautiful spiral of life that we go through. And it's just it's been really beautiful today to just pause and take a minute and reflect on all that's grown in that cycle and all that's fallen away. Um, and, you know, realizing that, of course, the only reason that I would even entertain the uh, possibility of the 90 day run must be that that process has happened because then I'm suddenly free in some way energetically to open up to the possibility of growing something else new, i.e. my business. Um, and so I just thought maybe uh, this is what it is to share today. Anyway, I'm actually going to have to go because in a minute I'm going to have to go and pick my kiddos up from school and take them to their climbing lesson. But um, I was thinking as well, there's probably some deep wisdom in the way that Steiner approaches education and the way that we could maybe approach our businesses. And I'm going to sit with that idea for a while because I feel like there's probably some really gorgeous training that I could pull out of the ideology because this idea that it is head, heart and hands, um, I heard about... You know, or like head. I've also heard about people talking about like you know aligning your head, your heart, and your guts. Um, you know that kind of pulling everything into alignment. You can't just grow in one area. You have to grow in all directions. And um, yeah, I think maybe I'm going to try and pull a training out of that. Anyway, a short and sweet one from me today. But thank you so much for being here. Appreciate you all for listening. I am the Oil Oracle and your life is a ceremony. So go and start living that way.